This is Good Hope FM News. Good morning. The Belgian authorities are facing accusations that they've missed a chance to help avert Tuesday's attacks on Brussels in their questioning of Salah Abdeslam, a key suspect in the Paris bombings in November. He was captured in a raid last week. A French newspaper has published what it says is a leaked transcript of the interrogations. Anna Holligan reports. During one, Salah Abdeslam was reportedly shown pictures of the Al Bakrawi brothers who detonated their devices at the airport and metro. He responds, don't know them. The paper claims there is no attempt to push him on this point. The brothers blew themselves up in Brussels three days later. Since then, the 26-year-old terror suspect has exercised his right to silence. The transcript will fuel allegations that Belgian police missed a possible opportunity to obtain an advance warning that the Brussels bombings were imminent. Deputy President Cyril Ramaphosa has described as mischievous and misleading reports that he met with billionaire Johan Rupert, CEO of the APSA Group Maria Ramos and former minister in the presidency Trevor Manuel to discuss cabinet appointments. Ramaphosa's denial comes after reports that Rupert had called for President Jacob Zuma's resignation following his appointment of David Van Ruyen as finance minister late last December. President Zuma succumbed to pressure and reappointed Pravin Gordon to the portfolio. Ramaphosa's spokesperson Ronnie Mamwepa has described the reports as baseless. The only time that President Ramaphosa engaged himself with the matter of the finance ministry was during the meeting of the top six ANC officials with President Jacob Zuma on the Sunday leading to the appointment of Pravin Gordon as the finance minister. The suggestion, therefore, that Deputy President Sarah Ramaphosa met with Johan Rupert, Trevor Manuel and Maria Ramos to reverse decisions of the president on the finance ministry is thus wholly incorrect The Roads and Traffic Management Corporation has warned motorists who are contemplating to break the law that they will be harshly dealt with. It says major roads are now quiet after being heavily congested over the past two days as holidaymakers made their way to various destinations for the Easter long weekend. The N1 North was one of the most affected with thousands of Zion Christian church members traveling to Moria Limpopo for the Easter pilgrimage. RTMC spokesperson Simon Zwane says they're ready for traffic volumes picking up again tomorrow. He has this strong message for potential lawbreakers. You know, around this time of the year, there are people who take chances and drive without driver's licenses, for instance. Others don't have the driver's licenses. And there are traffic officers who also think that because there's so many vehicles on the road, it's an opportunity to make a quick buck. So they at a speed operation instead of issuing fines, they'll be taking bribes. So we know all of those things do happen and we want to nip them in the past. And finally, the Rolling Stones have been playing several of their biggest hits to a huge crowd in Cuba, where foreign rock music was banned for several decades. The band's frontman, Mick Jagger, greeted fans in Havana in Spanish before opening the performance. Many of those at the free concerts are free concert rather, are lifelong rock fans who for years had to keep quiet about their love for the Stones and other rock groups. These fans say change is inevitably coming to Cuba. The visit of Obama and now the Rolling Stones is just uh, unique and historic. So, yeah, nice to be here. I want to thank them for giving us so much because I know it is for free. It was forbidden. We're, we were not allowed to the Beatles and some uh, singers from Latin America. Now uh, we are allowed to hear what we want to hear. For Good Hope FM News, I'm Sibs Matiela.